Hey there, cool kids. If you didn't know earlier this year, Comedio went to Indianapolis for Gen Con 50, the best four days in gaming, to do Nerd Rage the Great Debates in front of a sellout crowd. In just a bit, you're going to hear myself, Cristiano, Thierry Marajorthy, uh, Wonder Dave, and Stephen Koo doing what we do best. So sit back, strap yourself in, and get ready to rage. I like though how you were who you automatically assumed you knew what we were gonna give you. Like do you know what I Listen, mean? Listen, <laughs> I already know who the heels of the show are. Yeah. <laughs> We've been forced into it, we're gonna embrace it. Alright, so Janelle from Massachusetts, over here. PC versus console gaming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna depend on the game that we're talking about because people I'm sorry? Oh you're lagging as well. Okay, alright, well PC and what was your name? Uh, Melissa. Melissa from Erie, nice. Erie, Indiana. That was a great we show in the nineties. Uh, yeah, Janelle, oh. and we've got. Sorry, I'm taking uh, notes. Let's see. How do you spell your just regular old? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. All right, from Erie. Over on this side, uh, you sir in the Ninja Turtle shirt because I resembled one for a large part of my life. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. Paul from Dayton, Ohio. Paul from Dayton. Okay. All right, I know that this is family-friendly, but how much weed did you smoke <laughs> when you said to yourself, you know, I want to ask a bunch of Asian kids from land and a tall, lanky white guy from, from San Francisco? <laughs> how does it feel to not... To not I mean, I think standard. he took one look at me and was like, weeaboo. <laughs> so I'm ready to throw down for that. Paul from Dayton says, all right, so we'll be taking some more in the meantime. All right, you guys ready to go with your points? Yep, sure. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. I'm writing One Punch Man versus SpongeBob. I'm going to like look at this tomorrow and be like, what was everybody on during this thing? <laughs> All right. So we're going to start with uh, Team Modest over here. You guys will have two minutes. I hope you know what you're going to say. Uh, and Oh, by the way, when the two minutes are up, you're going to hear that. And I'm very proud of myself because I spent three whole dollars on it on Amazon. So <laughs> let's see here, right? All right, let's do this. So we're going to go ahead... Two minutes, three, two, and one. Wait, who's us? us? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say that uh, first off, uh, for Star Butterfly, uh, Teresa clearly likes her the most, so I think that counts for us first. Oh, I, come on. I, I'm going to, hey, I'm going to pander as much as I humanly can. Um, uh, so I looked it up. I guess she's from a different dimension. Uh, so that's pretty cool. So she, like, hops dimension and stuff like that, and people might argue that Hermione warps space-time, right? She has the time turn and everything, but she warps space-time to do homework more. So that's... <laughs> That's the worst thing that you could possibly do with that power. Uh, I also wrote... I also wrote a... I wrote fashion game strong, because I'm really a stereotype, but uh, I like that she had those, like, de that devil headband. That's pretty cool. It's like a permanent set of horns to really show how metal she is. She's the rebel princess. Uh, Hermione is anything but a rebel. <laughs> all right, cool. Your turn. As you all know, I have... <laughs> I have seen the theme song for Star vs. the Forces of Evil, and I have some opinions. Oh, it's Hermione took one math class, and it was an elective. Uh, Star has a wand that does anything. Hermione could time travel and wasted that? Yeah. Why did we have seven books when she... Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Star has got three seasons and is still going, I believe. So that's pretty good. St uh, stars better drawn and animated? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure, I guess. 
So from an artistic point of view, 30 seconds. Star is a better character. Yeah, yeah. 30 seconds. Um, I'm going to assume that Star is a better master of disguise because when Hermione tried it once, she turned into a cat. So, And like a bad kind of version of a cat. So that, that part of the movie was really creepy, actually, when she walked out of the stall and she was just like that weird animatronic thing. That Yeah. 10 seconds. Star didn't need to wear a, stor- a sorting hat to tell her what her personality type was. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that. When you don't know much about your thing, just, just tackle the other one. I got it. I got it. I see you. I see you. Team Hermione, you guys ready to go? Yeah. Two minutes. Three, two, and one. Uh, Hermione punched Draco Malfoy, uh, which, to my knowledge, yeah, yeah, to my knowledge, Star never did that. Yeah. Uh, she used the time turner to be studious. That's a very responsible use of time travel. It's better than, say, I don't know, the X-Men. They're terrible with time travel. Um, I know this isn't against the X-Men. I just want to point out that other people do bad things with time travel, so good, good use. Uh, Hermione <laughs> thinks that reading tea leaves is both, oh, BS. Mm, because it is. Uh, <laughs> wanna... Uh, she provided a fun feminist viewpoint. There's no joke there. It's just true. Um, she is very precise, and I appreciate precision. Uh, she has incredibly similar hair to mine when it's not tied back in a bun. Um, she really loves libraries, which are treasure troves of knowledge that we need to protect in this day and age. I think we can all agree. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I'm going to turn it over to you. Hello, thank you, and welcome. Uh, so I... Uh, have not read or watched any of the Harry Potter movies, and I have no idea who Butterflies Star Lady is. But here we go. Um, did Star versus the Force of Evil ever complete her degree? Did she? I, I think Hermione did. Either way, she was a muggle and then turned out to be a wizard. How are you going to beat that, right? Uh, also, she was so great in... Uh, I don't know. I guess Harry Potter movies. She, uh, uh, what's her? She, hey, they, they let her in the UN. How about that? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's fun. That's real great. Um, uh, I think in you know she was Hermione was the one that figured a lot of stuff out. Uh, she also liked Ron. Good guy. Good dude. Not Harry. Yeah, that guy was uh, a little shaky, kind of unstable. Ten seconds. Uh, and, I don't think that's it. Thank you so much. Oh, no, no. no. Uh, one more thing. Uh, butterflies are gross. Uh, they are staggering drunk clowns. All right. In my life, I don't think I've ever heard a butterfly described as something so ugly before. That is amazing. All right, well, you heard what they had to say. Uh, Team Modesty, are you guys ready to make your rebuttal? You have 90 seconds? Sure. All right, on three, two, one, and go. Uh, You said that Hermione punched Malfoy, and I do think that is a great thing, but Star, from what I understand from the theme song (laughs) of Star vs. the Forces of Evil, fights the forces of evil. Every day. Every day. Thank you, Teresa. That's like punching a million Malfoys. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that's pretty good. Um, she's got her own name in her own series. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I wish they did a Hermione spinoff book and her, just her own set of seven books. And I don't know what's after like Wizarding High School, Wizard College. Do they go to Wizard College? Not really. Okay, I only saw, I only read to the fourth book. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. That was the book I read. <laughs> mm, not a book. All right. Uh... <laughs> 
I, uh, I wrote, so like Hermione, when she wanted to protect her family, right, when everything was going really bad, she brainwashed her parents and wiped their memory. And like maybe at first glance, you're like, oh, that's a good idea. But then you realize that what that means is that when Death Eaters find her parents, uh, all they're going to be is way more scared. <laughs> she just guaranteed that her parents would be extra seconds. terrified because Death Eaters showed up at the door and they don't know what those are anymore. Okay. So uh, I also wrote that um, Hermione, like, you know, she, she's a studious person, like they mentioned, it's a good thing. But then what did she do? She became a lawyer. And lawyers are very boring. <laughs> so... Uh, I think Star is cooler. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, and I mean, not to mention that she, she became a lawyer after starting like a really annoying club that didn't achieve anything. Like, it, was like, it was like that like that person in high school that like comes over to you at lunch and you're like, did you know that people in Guadalajara are starving? Send me down there to build one house. And you're like, what? <laughs> That's what Hermione was like with her house self club. That's what I'm trying to say. All right, time's up. I wouldn't know. I only saw Tokyo Drift. Yeah, I still have, I've never even seen the opening to Star. So I don't, I don't even know anything about her. All righty. Awkward groans. You guys ready to make your comeback? Yeah. Three, two, and one. Uh, Hermione is the only person anyone on this panel has actually watched media that she's in. (laughs) (laughs) So she's got that going for her. Uh, I don't know much about this star character, but it seems like she's a reality-warping Scarlet Witch waiting to happen. Uh, Harry and Ron would have died without Hermione. Uh, yeah, it's true. Um, who would die without Star? Uh, uh, all of her fans. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Probably the world if she's fighting evil. I, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, lawyers make bank. Good job, Hermione. Uh, way to get, yeah, yeah, come on. Give it up for the lawyers. Um, and she's probably a good lawyer who does, she's like a public defender or something, I'm sure. She's doing good things. Uh, let's see. Anything else I want to make points about? I, I was writing something, I just wrote the word Hermione, which is utterly <laughs> unhelpful. 30 seconds. Chris, do you have anything to say? Uh, not really, but here we go. Um, I... I also just wrote Hermione on my notes. <laughs> and it's spelled incorrectly. Um, uh, listen, is, is Star Butterfly fighting evil or is she antagonizing evil? Do you know what I mean? Maybe if... I don't know. It's addressed? Oh, no. Well... Well... You know... Well, that is... Oh, oh, oh she is. She's just mean. She's just antagonizing evil. Teresa, why, why you gotta do us like evil. that, Teresa? <laughs> Who's she, Jon Snow? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Teresa, Ter- I think we're good friends now, but you are totally throwing us under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no. But here's the thing. You know, Hermione would speed up a, mo- a troll monster, let him strike up a conversation. Star would, and if he finds out they're a good person, she won't beat him up. See? I'm going to say she all says, those stars like panel, Undertale. And her points do not cartoons. count when you vote. All right. All right, so that is the end of the first debate, ladies and gentlemen. Give it a round of applause for our folks here. Yes, good. Okay. And I promise I won't make you clap after every single one. I know it's diminishing returns. Okay. (laughs) So when it comes to the actual voting, we ask that you guys don't do like, uh, uh, sure, uh, if you like somebody or if you're choosing them, go crazy. If you're not choosing them, don't do anything. Because when it gets one-sided, it is so awkward and hilarious. (laughs) You guys, no pity woos. It's all or nothing. Oh, this is my show, sir. I will do this the way I want. (laughs) All right. So if you thought... That uh, team modesty, our team modest, got it. Go ahead and whoop an holler. Yeah! All right, perfect. And if uh, and if you're straight out of Hogwarts, 
What did you guys think of uh, Team Hermione? So being from the Bay Area, we almost have to give that to the women in the audience. Just because in a, on a subject about this, I'm not going to listen to a bunch of dudes. All right, so we're going to go ahead. One point for Team Hermione over there for the awkward groans. Sorry? Yeah, let's do a quick the, raffle. The All thing right, about Team Modest, by the way, uh, we're very graceful in our, in our de- defeat. We're Gracious. super graceful. Gracious. Yeah, we're the best, yeah. We're the best. All right, so we're going to go ahead and start the first raffle. What's it going to be for, Steven? Uh, first one is we have. They can, they can choose. Okay, they can choose. We, have, right. we, we have a custom D6 from that has our logo on it. Right. Thank you. Oh. No, I'm sorry. If you if you win a prize, you just automatically get one. All right. We have a Batman fidget spinner, this Boba Fett Disney Infinity figure, and this long strip of Mario Kart gum. <laughs> Mario Kart flavored gum. We treat we treat we treat our fans really nice. Sweet, it tastes sweet, like, it tastes like banana peels and blue shells. Okay. All right. Well, the first winner who gets goes ahead and uh, gets to choose is going to be a hometown hero here, and I don't want to accidentally assign a gender to this name. However, let's go ahead and give it up for Zach Dunham. Zach. Woo! Zach, come over here. Grab something. Because, Zach, you are going to love this stuff, and I hope you do, because we're going to spam you with so much email, bro. It's going to be ridiculous. Go ahead and grab Come on. We're cool. You like us. All right. What are you grabbing? Great. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Zach. All right. So, uh, so oh boy, this is going to be a fun one. Janelle from Massachusetts, we had a question from you. We're going to be doing uh, male versus female gamers. Oh, we're going to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, As fun as it would be, I want to switch this up. (laughs) Oh, God, but it'd be horrible because I feel like we could draw from your experiences. Uh, So... (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. How about this? How about this, then? Well, since you guys lost the last one, you choose. Do you want to defend male or female gamers? I mean, female. <laughs> I just, All right. I, just, I play too many online games to yeah. not Awkward choose. groans. You guys have the duty of... Uh, Once oh, again, two men ruin a game for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this, really was, this really was a lose-lose for us. <laughs> As the guy with the most facial hair up here, <laughs> I feel like I'm already in trouble. <laughs> All right, here we go. So this is going to be really weird. This is going to be really weird, but I can't wait. Okay, so the uh, team modest, you guys are going to be defending. Now, how do we how do we mean defending Janelle? Like, are we saying like who's better? Oh, sorry. Whoa, I feel like I should know this already, guys. (laughs) All right. So the merit. Can we be a little more specific? Like uh, the contributions and like you know, female gamers versus male gamers. Like, what do male gamers do better than females? Females. And males, that kind of thing. Let's do that. Because I don't want to do it, you know, who's better. That just sounds... We're going to get in so much trouble, you guys. So let's just, let's just argue what each uh, gender brings to the gaming table. How about that? Because we're all going to yeah. be playing games after this anyway, right? So let's not hate each other, okay? Yeah. Except for maybe this guy. I don't like his look, so, but so whatever. positive things? This only is positive things. A, a positive match? Positive, positive stuff. Okay, so Team Modest, you guys will be talking about female gamers and uh, male gamers. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get the cue. Thank you, Janelle from Massachusetts. Let's take another one from this side. Sir. Yeah, Michael from uh, 
Okay, South Bend? Yeah. Okay, what's up? Better vacation destination, Pandora from Borderlands Ooh. or Pandora from Avatar? Ooh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> See, I know exactly what weed you were smoking when you thought about that. <laughs> you better ask Paul over there that he's got some, he's got some. His stuff ain't dank, bruh. His stuff ain't dank. All right. All right, Pandora. I like that one a lot. Okay, okay. Ready to go, guys? Uh, <laughs> All right, we'll take one more from this side then. <laughs> Sir. Yeah. Justin from Fort Charlotte, Florida. Justin from Florida, sure. What do we got? Um, WWE style cage match yes. between Batman and Inspector Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Let's give him a dice for that. I'm going to give him a dice. That is awesome. <laughs> I mean, because we've read some weird stuff, but that was pretty good. I like that. And I like how you're like WWE style, not like ECW. It's a little too violent. It is family. Cage match. All right. Ready to go, guys? I think so. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So, Janelle, thank you for, uh, thank you for this. We're going to go ahead and start with uh, the Awkward Groans. Awkward Groans, you're going to tell us why, uh, or the contributions of male gamers and what they bring to the table, okay? We're going to do this in three, two, and one. There are many men in the world. <laughs> and a lot of them, indeed, play video games. That means video games continue to be made. I... I'm a male gamer, and as you can tell, I'm pretty decent. <laughs> I think that works in our favor. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, oh, uh, when, oh God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Um, when Gamergate happened, male gamers gave us the gift of a new female character named Vivian James, and wasn't that kind of them? <laughs> Trash. I don't mean that. Um, Commit, Wonder Dave. There's some cool, whatever. Uh, hashtag not all men. Fucking it. <laughs> Christy, what do we got? Hello. Uh, male gamers have given us a rich tradition of gaming, right? They, uh, uh, they at least started it off. They started it off and they have provided like such an opportunity of growth for such a large male population to just learn and learn how to cooperate with their fellow man or woman or whatever. Um, and I mean, my friends are gamers. I mean, that's why we're all here, right? Um, and I don't know, they're just so cute sometimes playing their little games. Oh. Uh, 10 seconds. I, I think that'll be it. Thank you so much. <laughs> I believe the word lackadaisical comes to mind when I hear that. But excellent, excellent job. All right, Team Modest, you guys ready to go? Defend female yeah, names, or at least tell us what this. they should be. All right, we're going to do this in three, two, and one. Uh, all right, so right off the bat, uh, female gamers don't tell me to get good, so that's nice of them. Uh, 
they don't call me slurs. Uh, they don't tell me to do inappropriate things to my body, because my body is a temple. All right. Uh, those are all the things that I wrote. I, I do feel like female gamers have cooler game merch. They just have a lot more variety, and they just got, like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the color pink, all right? There's a whole thing about it in the 1920s. You can look it up. Uh, Anyway, uh, I'm a diva main. I actually main diva in Overwatch. Uh, I play bronze, not to brag. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, diva's awesome, right? Don't we all love diva? And as an aside, do you remember that story about the Korean gamer girl who uh, mains Zarya? And then uh, two pro gamers said that she was faking it, and they promised that they would leave the pro scene if she proved herself, and then she went online and forced them to quit the pro scene forever. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and then Dave said that, uh, or I'm just going to respond to Dave about one point. I'm also a main male gamer, and apparently I ruined this game. So, you know. Okay, Steven. Uh, instead of coming from the video game angle, I'm going to come from the board gaming angle, because I used to work at a board... Ah, I used to work at a board gaming store. So, a couple notes. Working at the gaming store... A lot less female gamers were giving, were trying to give advice on how to date female gamers. <laughs> uh, this, this is another very real thing that I don't know if this is just like a male board gamer thing, but I've never had female gamers literally scoff at things I've said. <laughs> like, like, I've had so many male gamers ask me what my favorite board games are, and when I tell them, they go, huh, and they just like judge me immediately. I haven't had that happen yet, so I appreciate that. And I'm going to have to say that female gamers have an amazing well of patience. Given so many games and instruction manuals, immediately assume you're a dude. Ten seconds. <laughs> and they also have a lot of patience to put up with playing a bunch of board games with uh, an entire industry that's dominated by people whose thing is that they're awkward round women. <laughs> so, good job. <laughs> thing. Yeah. You put clothes around it. Excellent. Excellent job. Just to go with what you said, Tiramari, I play a lot of Overwatch online myself, and I, I can't play online because all I hear is just, like, you suck, you suck, go jump off a building, all this stuff, and it's just like, Mom, relax, I just picked up the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your tracer is trash. What? Uh, team Awkward Drones, you guys ready to go make a rebuttal? Sure. <laughs> right, go ahead. Are you this enjoying three, this? Are you two, good? Okay. and as long one. If it weren't for male gamers, we would never have fun Battle of the Sexes bullshit like this to enjoy. <laughs> so I feel like that's cool. Um, I don't know. Uh, I hang out with these losers all the time, and they're all male gamers, so that's fun. Um, this is I, you guys are great, and I just as as my male gamer friends, I have to say I really appreciate the positive impact you Wait guys a have second. had a, on my life. Wait a second, I enjoy... yeah, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Don't Wait you for your rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> see that? See, thank you. Teresa gets it. Uh, no, it, oh, it was someone else. It was someone else. I'm sorry. I just heard the direction. Jennifer gets it. <laughs> Jennifer understands. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I've, I played games with my cousin when I was a little kid. That was fun. He's a guy. <laughs> 30 seconds. Hi. As a lady who has attempted to be a female gamer, uh, I am not allowed to play video games because uh, I did Pokemon Go, couldn't catch a hunter, and I punched a street sign. <laughs> if this is any indication of where that darkness can go... <laughs> No. To Lady wow. Gamers. Wow. Uh, what was that? No. Uh, uh, no. 
You okay. punched a stop sign? It was a parking. They're all over San Francisco. There's so many of them. They don't matter. It wasn't even that hard. It was just loud. Okay. Over yeah. a haunter? It's not, Three other people around me caught it. <laughs> and let me guess, all dudes. Oh, actually, all ladies. Uh, oh. uh, it's okay. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. See? All right. Uh, Team Modest, you guys ready to go? Sure. We're going to go ahead and do this on three. All right, three, two, and one. Uh, the only point that I managed to figure out was that um, a girl gamer in the first grade introduced me to the Power Rangers the movie video game on the Super Nintendo, and I've always been thankful for that. There we go. <laughs> it's a great game. It's a great game. What do you oh. got? Well, I just learned that female gamers punch stop signs. <laughs> it was a street uh, sign. I think that yeah. makes it better. Both in Sega Genesis games and in real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice deep cut. Uh, but speaking of which, male gamers make a lot of deep cut references that leave people alienated. Look what we just did. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, so referencing before, uh, we suck. Um, Dave is totally wrong. Uh, we're not great people at all. I'm trying to really win this. <laughs> uh, but also, if we lose this, wow, that's going to be a whole other thing. Uh, let's see. Well, I, I'm at a loss. See, look, look how bad we are this. <laughs> I was going to say nothing. you ran out of points to talk about why female gamers are awesome. No, it's more like I feel like every time I think about male gamers, I just get tired. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, the way I played TF2 was that I would get online, I would allegedly get high, and uh, then mute everyone and then l uh, listen to podcasts. Because of all the male gamers in TF2, that's all. And that was a preview of This Sad Life by Tiramari Chopin. <laughs> <laughs> I rarely get out of the house. <laughs> I got my first sunburn three weeks ago because, of, because I'm so pale. And man. the crowd yes, goes right. mild. <laughs> okay. This is, this is a very tense argument. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go ahead. Uh, if you thought that the awkward groans won that one, <laughs> go ahead and woman holler. <laughs> and if you thought it went to Team Modest instead. Thank you for that. We're gonna give you guys one, so you don't complain later, because we're all in the same we're all in the same hotel room, and my toothpaste is already missing, and I think I know who stole it. So I just would like it back, Tiramari. Thank you. Uh, I brought three things of toothpaste. All right. Oh. No, this is the show where we don't make fun of them. Thank you guys for coming out. Seriously, thank you so much. Bye. We are not gonna make fun of you while you're still here. <laughs> Did you get a load of the beard on that one guy? No. Oh. I'm joking. I'm Male joking. gamers. All right. God. They were like, female gamers. We've got to get out of here, guys. I'm joking. All right. They outed us. Is that good? You know, whatever. There we go. Um, this should be fun. It's all the way from Erie, Indiana. Uh, we are going to debate PC versus console gaming. Uh, I'm going to give it up to you guys over on Awkward Groans. What do you want to defend? PC versus console. PC gaming, please. PC, all right. And that would mean that, of course, Team Modest, you guys are going to be talking about why console gamers are the best, or why console gaming, I should say, is better. Okay. Yeah, I could defend the consoles better than the gamers. <laughs> 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 right. Yep. Is it just, like, is that just understood that, like, most male gamers on console kind of suck? Yeah. Like, yeah, is that kind yeah, of a yeah, thing? Yeah. All right, just making sure. All right. I mean, so the sheer amount of teabagging in console gaming is <laughs> just astronomical. 
And because this is a family-friendly show, you mean teabagging in the Revolutionary War sense, correct? Yep, yep, yeah. All right, yeah, thank yeah. you. Jesus, man. All right. <laughs> the amount of uh, crouching. <laughs> specified, anatomically it's specific. Ter- it's terrible crouching. on their knees. It's not a good... Okay. All right. <laughs> D- yeah, don't have to laugh for that. God. I just realized that the fact that I still have this cold and I've been sniffing this whole time, this recording, people are going to have a lot of questions about me. (laughs) I'm telling you. Because then I started talking about dank weed with these folks. Ugh. I don't even touch that stuff unless it's free. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Terrible. All right. So we already got quite a few things, but just... So that when we do this again, we might do this on the podcast. Uh, in fact, we want to do uh, an episode where we actually have questions from you know folks that we've met at cons. So we've got quite a few already. So let's just start taking more. If we don't end up using them tonight, we can go ahead and use it in our in our podcast. Sir, up front. All right, I'm Jordan from uh, Staten Island, New York. What? Staten Island? Never so, been there. <laughs> All right. It's okay. So my question is, who would win the fight, mm-hmm. Jackie Chan or the whole Wu Tang Clan? <laughs> Jackie Chan now? <laughs> yeah. Because I tried watching Skip Trace on Netflix. Well, so we're going to say 90s, uh, early to mid 90s Jackie Chan. So like Rumble in the Bronx or like Rush Hour? I mean Rush Hour, yeah. Like fresh out of off of uh, eating a whole box of camel hump. Drunken Master, Drunk Jackie Chan. Ooh, yeah. Drunk Jackie Chan. <laughs> I actually just watched that last week. I'm a huge fan. Now, when you say the Wu-Tang Clan, do we mean the Wu-Tang Clan as it is now or back when, like, ODB was still kicking? Back when ODB. We're talking about, you know... Don't snap at me, sir. Don't (laughs) snap at me. Jordan from Staten Island. I get it. You're from New York. You wanted to root for your home team. I get it. Jeez. (laughs) All right. Let's take some more. I saw a hand up here. Yes, sir. What's your name? Whoa. I will get to you next time. You don't have to do that. Sir in the back, what do you want to do? Oh, what's your name first? Dude, Dario, last name Naharis. Nope. <laughs> For the GOT folks in here. Oh, we can answer this. I think we can. Yeah, I like regular Titans. Well, actually, the real answer is Young Justice. <laughs> you guys are, uh, ready for season three? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Young Justice is going to be dope. So good. Okay. Um, Dario. Dario, where are you from again? Massachusetts. What part? Pittsburgh, Massachusetts. Okay. Nice. Perfect. Okay. Uh, you guys ready to go? All righty. Here we go. So we're going to go ahead and talk about PC versus console. Uh, Team Awkward Drones, you started us last time. Team Modest, you're going to be letting us know why console gaming is the best there is, best there was, and best there ever will be. Okay? So we're going to go ahead. <laughs> Deep cut WWF reference. All right. Uh, we're going to do this in three, two, and one. All right, uh, my first three reasons are as follows. Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. <laughs> uh, I think I've, that's already wins it for us. But uh, also, I mean, I think portability is great. You know, like with PCs, you need the Hummer equivalent of a laptop, you know? <laughs> I don't need to lug around like 80 pounds in my backpack just to play a video game on a bus. And I can't. You can't play laptops on a bus. Or you could, but why would you? Uh, the controllers are really cool. That's not even a funny point. I just think that you get a lot of cool controllers uh, in consoles, and then otherwise you get the Steam controller and then nothing else on PC. Um, that's all I got so far. Okay. Cool. No, you wrote a lot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Nintendo Switch means that I can go anywhere I want and play Overcooked. It's a cooking <laughs> game that I really like. 
I also wrote controllers are better if you want to have fun. Let's see. We are now coming out with the Xbox One S, the PS5 soon enough, and the Nintendo Switch. When was the last time PC released a new system? <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> uh, console is a place where you can find, uh, you know, uh, brotherhood in the Mario Brothers, parties in Mario Party, carts in Mario Kart, tennis in Mario Tennis, and a doctor in Dr. Mario. <laughs> also, we have Pokemon. I don't really need anything else for that. If yeah. you, like, you guys aren't laughing at that, but I really do like Pokemon. I like catching, 30 seconds. I like catching a lot of little monsters and putting them in a ball. What? Oh, sorry. sorry, I was going to say, uh, uh, so PC gamers call themselves the PC Master Race, which is, bleh. all right, <laughs> that is, yeah, that's not great, um, and then also, have you ever invited your friends over to your house to gather around your desk and watch you play on your monitor? Because <laughs> I've never done that, I've invited people over to my house in my living room, and then we've played a bunch of games together. Oh yeah, we can put, ah, one more point, go ahead. Okay. Uh, we can play console games on a big TV or on a Game Boy that I hold really close to my face. <laughs> nice. Very so bigger Very screen no matter what. <laughs> Thank you for that, Steven. Do they really, do PC gamers call themselves the PC Master the Game? The whole what, what is it called? The PC Master Race. What? Yeah. Or do they call themselves the, con uh, the Control Alt-Right to Delete? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think Mark just won the debate. <laughs> I think I did. I'm going to give this one to me, you guys. All right. So dumb. I'm going to tell you guys a Hawkeye joke later. It'll kill. Trust me. All right. I will. I'll fit it in somehow. All right. Uh, Team Awkward Grunts, you ready to go? Defending uh, PC gaming culture? Yeah. We'll do this on three, two, with attitude. One. Go. The internet. You ever heard of it? <laughs> Amazing. I could end this there. Uh, let's see. I think all of us at one point in time, if we're close to my age, uh, played Oregon Trail in school so we could learn what it was like to get dysentery and die. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay? Otherwise, we would have just had to live that. Um, uh, who among us has not had solitaire there to hold our hands when we're alone? Um, keys are great because there's so many of them. More than that, controllers just keep adding buttons to try and be like keys. Key keyboard keys. They hate us because they uh, hate us. PCs are useful for things besides gaming, actually, turns out. I know that some... I get it, whatever. Uh, the World of Warcraft is a PC game. Uh, when I was a child, I played Ultima Underworld far too much, and I still remember that I had to find a recipe for rotworm stew for some dude, and memories like that just can't come from console gaming. 45 seconds. Christy. Hello. You still get to use that little number keypad-y thing. That's real cool. Um, and yeah, you don't need to rely on corporate overlords to make your systems. You can build your own PC, and it could be amazing to your special specifications. Um, also, you can use it for tons of other stuff. You can. Doesn't mean you have to, but you can. Um, let's see. Uh, I also uh, learned how to type from a Mario keyboarding game. That was real good. Loom. All, it doesn't matter. It's a good... 
Ten seconds. I mean, hex. Yes, that's a great game. Um, and let's see. You know what? You know, systems are easily stolen. How are you to take the PC and the and the, all the stuff? There's too many stuff. You can't steal it. It's too hard. Um, okay. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if this is gonna date me, but Mavis Beacon taught me how to type. Anybody? I'm voting for Mavis Beacon Ooh, for next Mavis president. Beacon, I'm right telling here. you. J.K.L. Sam? J.K.L. Sam. <laughs> All right. Um, I have a couple of points. Okay. We got rebuttal, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've been, you been Good looking up, Stephen. Good looking up. All right. So, uh, console gamers, you guys are going to have 90 seconds to make your rebuttal in three, two, and one. Uh, well, you guys made the point that, like, someone can build their own PC and really customize it to an extreme extent. But here's the thing that we all need to accept and consider. People don't know really what they want. Uh, it's much easier to just get something delivered to you. I'm not going to make all of my food. I'm just going to buy it. I'm not going to make a monster drink. Just give me one. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, my Super Nintendo that I got when I was four years old, I'm 28 now, 24 years, it's in pristine condition, still works. Uh, you know the phrase Nintendium? Can't break Nintendo stuff. It doesn't really. It lasts. Uh, all of these consoles do, except the Xbox. We don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I just have a couple of questions for PC. Uh, <clears throat> why did everyone clap for dysentery? Why did you clap? <laughs> uh, why does Carmen Sandiego need Mount Rushmore? Why does she steal that? Um... <laughs> uh, why was the ski lodge and ski free still open if there's a monster running loose? <laughs> Why did we have to kill Diablo for the last time three times? <laughs> 20 seconds. I think this debate has turned into uh, liking PC games or hating on PC games. It's totally shifted. Uh, that's all my whole point. We have Tetris. <laughs> Yeah. That was the wrong point to end on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I wish that you guys would have done that um, for your first point, because if you t bring about or talk about Tetris, then you could really build on that. Okay, so... <laughs> brick by brick, kids. Brick by brick. <laughs> yeah, I do that. I do whatever I want. Do do? I do whatever I want. I could sniff all day into this mic. I could do whatever I want. All right. <laughs> I don't do Coke. I do Diet Coke. It's, uh, I do Coke Zero. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, rebuttal over on uh, your side, guys. All right. We're going to go ahead. You're going to make your rebuttal for PC gaming in three, two, and one. If you've never broken a console system, you just weren't trying hard enough. <laughs> uh, and I would like to point out that even if your console system can't break, other things can because controllers are just projectile weapons for angry children. That's all they are. Projectiles. When was the last time PCs got a new system? Every day is the answer to that, sir. Every day. Uh, you might not be able to invite your friends over to hang out in front of your PC, but you can certainly invite them over for a LAN party. Yeah. Like, yeah, LAN parties. I see you. I was a cool kid in 1998. Uh, I'm really revealing far more about my age than I normally do in these shows. This is a rough one. I don't know. Whatever. Um, let's see. I, I had some response. Mario and Peach are totes cool with playing tennis with Bowser, and that's messed up. There's this, <laughs> I'm opposed to it. Um, all in all, PC gaming, great. <laughs> PC gaming is great. Um, 
let's see. You mentioned that you know you can invite your friends over and play and all that and like for PC seconds. games, you really don't have to because sometimes you just need you time. Right? <laughs> um, also, with PC games, you don't have to give anyone else a turn. Right? They are all yours. <laughs> all the turns belong to you, my friend. Um, <laughs> do, do you have anything? <laughs> Uh, thanks to the internet, your friends are everywhere. They don't even need to come to your house. And yeah, they don't need to. They don't need to come to your house and eat your snacks. Your snacks are all yours with PC gaming. You don't have to put out some stupid spread. You don't have to make any guac and nachos for these losers that you don't want at your house anyway. Wow. All right. Okay. Yeah. Why? Why do we advocate for socialize at Gen Con? <laughs> You know what's funny? I love how you guys brought up Mario as he's, he's like, you know, your, your demigod for console stuff. But let's be honest, all Mario was like, was a weird undocumented immigrant running around, getting high off mushrooms and, you know, causing destruction everywhere. We could all be Mario. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I am Mario. Are you kidding me? You're Mario. You're Mario. If you want, you're Mario. All right, everybody. If you thought uh, that team, uh, console gaming, it was all about them, give it up. Yes? No? <laughs> yeah. And if, like, Wonder Dave, you're all about the uh, big game hunter map, no Zerg Rush. <laughs> Starcraft nerds. Did I even say it right? No? Yeah? Something? All right. If you could give it up for uh, PC gaming, go ahead. Cheer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, my fellow X-Wing fighter fans. Yeah. Leave it up to the folks in the Bay Area to talk about how awesome being PC is. Right? <laughs> all right. I'm, all, I'm full of them, you guys. I'm full of them. All right, speaking of something else I'm full of. Uh, Awkward groans. <laughs> here we go. We're going to go ahead and have another raffle here. In the meantime, um, drum roll. All right. From, oh, dear. I don't even know how to say this. Rensselaer, Indiana. Jennifer Warren. Rensselaer, is that you, Jen? Yeah, yeah. get it. Yeah. Where you too can roll a natural comedio. Yes. All we've got Love left effects. is the mystery gum, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh, also, ooh, hello. In terms of prizes, guys, uh, everybody, reach under your chair right now. Uh, you will find gum from a previous panel. I don't know. Uh, you got Dario, by the way. Da I saw you, man. I'm, I'm calling you out. Reached right under there. I'm sorry. That was what? Like a that. week later, Mark's gonna be in his room and he's gonna just chuckle into himself. And he's like, "That was yeah. a good one." <laughs> You're listening to the sad life of Mark Abrigo. All right, it's right after your show. All right. Oh, here's fun. Here's a fun one. Paul from Dayton, Ohio. We're gonna be talking about One Punch Man versus SpongeBob. This is gonna be awesome. Okay. Can we have One Punch Man? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Team, who got to choose last time? We chose yeah, last time. Okay, yeah. you guys, what do you guys want to do? Team Modest, do you guys want to defend One Punch Man or uh, Sir SpongeBob yeah. with House SquarePants? Uh, oh. yeah. All right, so I saw the first five minutes of the first episode of One Punch Man. This is not a joke. I seriously have just seen that. Uh. So I think I know enough to talk about this subject. <laughs> okay. You guys are taking One Punch Man? Yeah. All right, SpongeBob over then for the awkward groans. All right, we're going to give you guys a second here. You guys can go ahead and start writing your points down. We're going to go back to the audience here, uh, let's let's take some more questions for our grab bag episode. 
Sir, saw that hand go up. What's your name? Uh, Ryan from uh, Wheaton, Maryland. From Maryland, nice. All right. Uh, what do you want us to talk about, sir? Who would throw a better Halloween party? Charles Xavier or John Luke See? You make me type a whole lot. I got Is that dice, too? <laughs> I got little doll hands, man. All right, hold on. Uh, better Halloween party? All right, Picard. Now, which Professor X are we talking about? Is this, are we talking about? I'm sorry? Oh, see, look at you. Looking outside the bun and everything. All right, Picard versus Xavier. Did I say that right? Think outside the bun, is that Taco Bell? I don't know. All right, uh, over here. And we'll get to you right after. Uh, and, sir, in the picture, we'll get to you right after. Uh, yeah. What's your name? All right, sorry, what was your name? <laughs> Anna from Missouri. Anna, oh, right, okay. From Missouri, okay, and what was it again? Who is a better battle strategist, Ender or Tyrion Lannister? Ender from uh, Ender's Game, okay, so, hmm? Hmm? all right. Hey, real quick, does anybody know if George R. R. Martin is a homophobe? <laughs> does anybody know? All right, just make sure. Battle strategist, but that's a good one, I like that. Uh, Ender versus Tyrion, all right. Ender versus Tyrion. Nah, gentleman in the pink shirt. Yes? Are you telling us we can pick? And now, from what game, though? Are we talking about, like, Double Dash, bro? Ooh. What? Whoa, hold on. How dare you? How dare you, sir? <laughs> sir, what's your name? Jason, are, are you here with anybody, or are you just, just coming here to check this out? <laughs> All right. Why were you so pissed off when he mentioned Double Dash? He's like, man, have you ever tried to drive with a Wii Controller Dash? <laughs> I was about to start cursing. But yeah, what is it? What is it about Double Dash you don't like? Play Gran Turismo then, sir. <laughs> we're here for cartoony fun. To, to be fair, at double the dashing. To, to be fair, the Batmobile is also all about items. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say double dash because the Batmobile has two seats, right? So it works that they're side by side, and then the double dash is. And if the back. last game is any indication, he has this weird, like weird BDSM thing in the back that he kind of locks people into. Did I just get too? Yeah, my bad. It? Sorry. <laughs> all right, let's get yeah. into this debate before I out myself even more. Okay. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, One Punch Man versus SpongeBob. I think you guys went first. No, they went. Who went first in the last one? I don't remember. Consoles, Consoles went first. Okay, so Team SpongeBob, you're going to let us know why SpongeBob SquarePants is superior to One Punch Man. All right, we're going to go ahead and do this. Three, two, and one. Okay. Uh, F is for friends that do stuff together. <laughs> U is for you and me. N is for any time and any place and anywhere under the deep blue sea. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I know. It's good. I mean, it's fun. It's a fun show, guys. It's fun. It's fun. One Punch Man, what is he? He is bored, guys. He is bored of being a superhero. You know who's never bored? SpongeBob SquarePants. He's not bored, guys. He is excited about life. He has a great work ethic. Uh, there may be nematodes. Um, he's nematodes. kind. He's kind to his uh, grumpy neighbor, even though he doesn't have to be. His neighbor plays the clarinet poorly, and he's still nice to him. There is a squirrel from Texas that's a scientist. That is diverse representation. 
uh, and I can speak. I can speak a little personally. I actually worked at a Nickelodeon theme park for seven years, everyone. Uh, and I can tell you that SpongeBob, uh, to fit in the SpongeBob suit, you have to be five four. So he is creating jobs for short people. That's what SpongeBob is doing. He is a short people job creator, everyone. Thirty seconds. Patrick, you have to be five eight. He is a regular sized job creator. So that's also good. Go ahead, Christine. Hello, SpongeBob SquarePants is amazing. Uh, yeah, Sandy Squirrel is a scientist, built her own terrarium under the sea where she can live. Um, uh, she's also a martial artist, great. Uh, Squidward, also, musician, uh, I, I believe a thespian. Just supporting the arts all over the place, under the sea. Uh, love pineapples, beautiful choice of a home. Um, he is employed. He, he works for Mr. Krabs. Uh, Make delicious Krabby Patties. How are you going to look at those Krabby Patties and not eat a burger after you watch Spongebob? Those things are amazing. Also, the one enemy that he has is just a... Oh, well, oh no, finish it, off, finish off. It's the plankton, and, you know, he's not really a threat. He's just an angry dude. And Spongebob is so patient with him, too. All right. <laughs> All right, Team Spongebob, throwing it down. One Punch Man. You guys ready to go with all that wealth of knowledge, Stephen? True. Yeah. All right. You actually watches it, so. I really do, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right I've also read the entire manga like twice. Okay. <clears throat> guys, so get started. Sorry. There's a nerd alert going off right now. Hold on. I'm fully embracing this. You guys have no idea how many hours these guys don't listen to me talk about anime. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they just ignore me and I just keep talking. Okay. All right. In three, two, one, go. So, I mean, Saitama, Saitama like, looks like he's bored, One Punch Man, uh, but it's more that he's, he's lonely. It's a really poignant story, right? Because the thing is that he becomes perfect, and it turns out invulnerability is actually the loneliest feeling of all. SpongeBob is also invulnerable, right? He's been beaten up all the time. He's been cut to pieces. He's been diced and then put back together, and yet he's an insane man-child still. So <laughs> he's learned nothing. Okay, uh... I wrote Saitama saves and Spongebob destroys. Uh, you guys remember the driving school episode where he couldn't learn after years of trying to drive? Do you remember the episode where he and Patrick ruined the entire city and like set it on fire because they just didn't, they were too scared of a possible villain? Uh, Saitama isn't that. Uh, I also wrote Spongebob as a celebration of vandalism. Um, uh, <laughs> I wrote that uh, Saitama, also, a lot of his free time is spent playing uh, video games with this character named King. He just plays games with them all the time. Uh, I find it very suspicious that the team that defended male gamers would come down so hard on One Punch Man. Find it hip hypocritical. No, okay. Um, I wrote down Unlicensed Rider. Do we all know who that is, right? Yes. No? Yeah. Yes. Saitama saves uh, a dorky uh, middle schooler when they're both kids. And uh, this guy is so inspired that he puts himself in bodily danger every day to save innocent people, even though he doesn't have any powers. That's called inspiring. Cool. <laughs> uh, now for the jokes. As my colleague just said, they set a city underwater on fire. <laughs> That's pretty amazing, though, right? <laughs> Uh, I, I, I cringe a lot less when I see people dressed like One Punch Man. <laughs> um, 15 seconds. Every, every time I watch SpongeBob, it makes me want to go eat burgers, and that's not good for my body. Every time I watch One Punch Man, I just punch things. That's better. Uh, let's see. I don't understand how Mr. Krabs' feet work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll end on that note. <laughs> All right. Nice. 
I like that. All right, with a 90-second rebuttal, Team SpongeBob, you ready to go? Yeah, sure. All right, we're going to do this in three, two, and one. Uh, to Tiramari's point that we chose to defend them earlier, that's not how debate works. You're assigned <laughs> a topic, and then you go with it. Uh, it was worth the try. Just pointing that out. As to Stephen's point that he doesn't understand how Mr. Krabs' feet works, I'm sorry you don't understand crustaceans. <laughs> uh... <laughs> One Punch Man is lonely. SpongeBob isn't lonely because he has a winning personality. His invulnerability does not deter him from making friends. Um, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy gave us an opportunity to reunite Adam West and Burt Ward once again. Guys, yeah, Adam West, I know. Going for the feels there, guys. Um, <laughs> it's cool. Um, let's see. Uh, Plankton is married to a robot, which is, I think, a thing we're just going to have to accept in society real soon. It's <laughs> <laughs> a belief I have. About the world. Christy. That's great. Uh, so One Punch Man uh, was made in 2015. That's fine. You know, no judgment there. Uh, SpongeBob came out in 1999. Did you know that? Because, you know, when Prince said, let's party like it's 1999, he obviously was referring to watch some SpongeBob and have a great time with your imagination and friends. You mentioned that he doesn't learn anything, but, you know, he comes back every time with enthusiasm and kindness to just keep trying, because why not? Uh, that's how we learn and grow. Uh, pretty good for, for a sponge, too. <laughs> you know, he's a dude, whatever. <laughs> Pet snail. Right. Pet yeah. hmm? let's, let, let's not forget, Mahatma Gandhi once said, just keep swimming. <laughs> so, <laughs> not true, you guys. Uh, <laughs> I had to explain that. What am I talking about? Ooh, hello. All right, so uh, Team One Punch Man, you got 90 seconds to make your rebuttal. You ready to go? Yep. All right, on three, two, and one, go. Okay, in case you guys didn't know, SpongeBob is actually very, very, very popular in South Korea. I spent some time in South Korea, and as such, uh, there's SpongeBob merchandise everywhere in South Korea, but more importantly, there's SpongeBob bootleg merchandise everywhere in Korea, and it gets really weird. It gets very scary. It's everywhere, and it's made Korea a scarier place to go. <laughs> I, I mean, so yeah, I, I get that it's entertaining in a show with SpongeBob, but uh, I, how many people would want to hang around someone who acted like SpongeBob every day? <laughs> Because, I mean, whenever you meet someone who's, like, super enthusiastic and excited, I feel like most people are like, what's your angle? What? <laughs> what's going on behind those eyes? I'm not... And then if you find out they're the real, you're like, oh, you're cool, but, like, very rare. And usually it's very scary. Uh, SpongeBob might be a serial killer is what I'm trying to say. Um, uh, SpongeBob does go to work every day with the same enthusiasm, but no upward mobility. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong in quitting things when they get too hard. Uh, but there's also something to be said about trying your best and not expecting anything from it. I think SpongeBob has, gets crushed pretty easily when uh, things don't go his way, and then everyone has to enable him. I'm getting way too serious here. I don't know why. Seconds. I don't know why I'm throwing down so hard. I've heard on the internet that recent episodes of SpongeBob are creepy. Is that? Can anyone confirm that? No. Oh, okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that means that nobody's watching it now. Oh. So. <laughs> oh. Nice. <laughs> I like that. All right, everybody. Uh, we've got two more debates left, so we're going to keep this going. If you guys thought that One Punch Man won this round, go ahead and whoop an holler. <laughs> and if we're giving it to Mr. SpongeBob SquarePants, go ahead. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right. I guess we're giving this to One Punch Man, which makes the score... I don't know. I haven't been counting. All right. So... <laughs> 
Next debate. Next debate, no, you guys, is going to be a fun one. Uh, courtesy of Mike from South Bend. We're, uh, were you the one with the dank stuff? That was you. That's what you're going to be now on the podcast. We're going to be like, oh, the dank stuff. Dank memes. We're talking about memes. All right. Uh, Mike from South Bend, he is asking, which is the better vacation spot, Pandora from uh, Borderlands, the Borderlands video game franchise, or Pandora from the Avatar franchise? It's one movie. Um, <laughs> so... Let's see, how many? So he has like five more. Is James, it's Cameron, right? Is he immortal? <laughs> and who is clamoring for another avatar? You know what, I'd rather see another Last Airbender movie, but not done by M. Night, so. Uh, all right, so we're gonna talk about, who wants, to talk, who wants to do Pandora from Borderlands? Who's? You guys get to choose. Yeah. Uh, I guess I choose Pandora from Avatar, because I don't know anything about Borderlands. All right, you guys ready to go? Good, neither do I. Know, I. Right, sorry. <laughs> guys, he was part of the PC gaming. Okay. Um, all right. So in the meantime, let's go ahead and let's let's talk. You guys having fun so far? Yeah. yeah? All right. I don't know how serious this is. Yo. Tell them we're selling dice too. We're what? We're selling dice. Oh yeah, I know we're selling. Bro, let me. We're selling dice. <laughs> Done. But yeah, if you guys want to help us out, you know, we we came a long way just to come here and perform for you guys. And thank you very much again for coming out. We love you guys. Uh, this has been amazing. Every time we've done a live show, the crowd's been getting better and better and better. And you guys just absolutely are the best. Thank you so much. First off, uh, six six lamb on our previous audiences. Mark, was that six six lamb on all our previous audiences? Whatever, they're not here. Uh, <laughs> but you guys really are amazing. Please buy dice. Okay. Um, <laughs> Actually, you know what? Let's give away our last, uh, our last prize here. Cool. Oh, hello. Uh, if you do eat the Mario Kart gum, please tell me what it tastes like. <laughs> Very curious if it's different per cart. There's, there's drawings of the power-ups on them, too, so tell me what happens with you after you eat it. <laughs> All righty. There's a lack of flavored one. I don't even know if I want to say it's for our last prize, but for the last thing that we are giving away. We're the real prize. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got uh oh we got also somebody from Indiana here all the way coming from Monticello, Brian Knowles. Brian, get over here. Woo. I'm so excited about this gum. Grab that shame gum. Monticello. 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 Did I it a little a bit? Monticello. Like did I do that? What? I was going to say, all right. Double L's are very confusing in San Francisco. <laughs> Where did you find that gum, Christy? Uh, it was from Japantown in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, also, yeah. the, the brave Mario Kart gum chewers would eat all the flavors at once. Yeah. <laughs> That's the blue shell of chewing gum. <laughs> He's like, guys, this just tastes like banana peels. Um, all right, you ready to go? <laughs> But seriously, thank you guys for being here. Out of curiosity, what did you guys expect when you first read the program or saw it online? Nobody knew, right? Oh, nice. Okay. Well, now you could be like, guys, we made like six Asian friends today and a tall, lanky white guy. Weirdly, uh, Teresa's right. It is a skit. We wrote all of this last week. Uh, rehearsed it. Teresa's our plant. Not plant, an ally. Call him an ally. All right, we ready to go? Actually, I, I have a question for the audience. Did anyone, I saw this event description and it sounded horrifying. Did anyone go see the sketch writing using puppets improv show? <laughs> because that sounds like a comedian's nightmare. <laughs> I thought it 
that sounded fun. <laughs> All right. Also, there's like a weird yes, puppet, and. puppet karaoke thing. And as a Filipino guy, I got to sing. Oh. They didn't stop. Oh, oh yeah. no. <laughs> Ready to go? Sure. <laughs> good, good enough. I'll make it work. Okay. All right. We're going to go ahead and jump right into this one. Uh, Ready? All right. Uh, who wanted to go first? At this point, I don't even care anymore. Who wants to go first? We should go first. Sure. Yeah. 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 We need D20s, though, bro. I rolled a five. five. We rolled a four. Rolled a four. All right. Does anyone? What's the, the best did you take to get plus two to initiative? <laughs> I'm not even. Improved initiative. Is it improved initiative? Oh, is it plus four? Is that Pathfinder or? All right, where's my nerd alert button? Hold on. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I play a bard, dude. <laughs> what, the Filipino guy just sings songs? Yeah, that's what I do. All right. Uh, all right, so folks from uh, Pandora, Borderlands, you guys going to let us know why that is the optimal vacation destination. You have two minutes. Do this in three, two, and one. Oh, okay. So I played a lot of the Borderlands games. And um, I didn't really follow the story, but it's fine. I, um, let's see, Pandora and Borderlands has gun vending machines, so that's cool. Uh, we've got cute robots on our side, and uh, Pandora has... Uh-oh, I don't know why I wrote this one. I just wrote, Pandora has capitalism. <laughs> not so sure that was the right... Because Marcus sells you guns. Right. I mean, they both, they both do, kind of. All right, uh, but Pandora also has lots of cool dogs. I like dogs. Uh, we have... See, now this part, I'm not sure if this is a part of the story or if this is just me being a video game character, but I think every vehicle you find is free. <laughs> I don't know if I'm stealing the vehicles technically, but... They spawn I, a lot, too. <laughs> yeah, but there's lots of free vehicles, so... Uh, what, 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 oh, and there's no trees to crash into. Does, does Pandora and Avatar... I actually never saw the movie Pan Avatar. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're both. There's only trees. How are you going to drive a cool flying motorbike there? You can't. Yeah. Yeah, I did see Fern Gully, and I heard they're very similar. Yes. So. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Avatar, a less expensive Fern Gully, <laughs> or more expensive, I should say, way more expensive. Are you sure? Didn't, didn't Fern Gully have uh, Tim Curry and Robin Williams? <laughs> yeah, it did. yeah, and, and that's that. One. All right, whatever. Just had a sweet musical breakdown where they were dancing. It was awesome. All right, uh, 30 seconds. Uh, all I wrote was that I'd rather go to a planet that's already been colonized than one in the middle of a war. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I still keep being too serious. Um, I also wrote that Pandora from Avatar reminds me of the set of Pocahontas. So we're really just going hard on that. And I actually couldn't think of a comparison to make with Borderlands, which I think is a plus. <laughs> 10 seconds. Borderlands has really cool music, too, I think. I was going to say, it yeah. has Cage the Elephant. All right, yeah. um... <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of unique, crazy characters that you want to kick it with, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone else, everyone on Pandora is just serious all the time, like me. <laughs> <laughs> Team Modest, relax. All right. Uh, let's see. Team Awkward Groans, you guys ready to go? All right. We're going to go ahead and you're going to talk about why Pandora from the movie Avatar is better than Pandora from Borderlands in three, two, and one. Uh, on Pandora from the movie Avatar, you can plug into nature. Which is why they don't need things like the game Borderlands. <laughs> um, oh, here, Chrissy, take, take, take it for a bit. 
Hi guys, I Google image search both Pandoras. Uh, theirs was just some trashy city. <laughs> Ours was a beautiful and like just glowing exotic rainforest where yeah, you can connect with animals and trees and the entire planet I believe. Uh, just a beautiful glowing rainforest, it's fantastic. Um, also, uh, Zoe Zaldana's gonna be there. It's kind of go- cool, you know, Ahura, whatever. No? Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> it was about maintaining, you know, this beautiful planet. It had an environmentalist message. Um, and they were winning last time I watched, and that was a great movie. It was, it was fine. It was a fine movie uh, with beautiful um, 3D stuff. It was uh, cutting edge for its time, right? And now everyone's doing it. 30 seconds. Uh, really, set, really set the bar, guys. <laughs> Uh, someone thought Pandora from Avatar was worth rendering in 3D uh, for film. Uh, also, I would like to point out that the narrator of Planet Earth, Sigourney Weaver, really wants us to care about Pandora from Avatar, so we probably should. We, we should trust Sigourney Weaver, unless she is possessed by soul, or whatever it was that possessed her. I forgot. I'm sorry. It's been a long time. All righty. Ready for your... Uh... Rebuttal? I really want to get to this Batman versus Inspector Gadget thing. Are you ready to go? <laughs> All right. Uh, your rebuttal. We're going to give you guys... Let's, let's do a minute because we're running out of time here. You've got a minute to make your rebuttal in cool. three, two, and one. Uh, I wrote that um, everyone in Borderlands and on that planet Pandora wears their heart on their sleeve. Like, what you see is what you get, right? Uh, imagine falling in love with someone and then you found out that they're just plugged into an Oculus in a different room. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> Uh, I don't right. think people at this convention need to imagine that. <laughs> um, uh, Pandora from Borderlands uh, uh, was described as a, uh, like a trash heap, and then uh, Pandora from Avatar is, is beautiful, but then now you're just going to watch it all go away. So that's that. Okay. Uh, and then I also wrote, uh, plugging seconds. into nature, that's why we're all inside, and that's why I took two allergy pills this morning. Come on. <laughs> I think we all know which of us like nature and which doesn't. No one here like me. Okay, uh, if you have the expansion pack in Borderlands 2, you actually get to play D&D, which is pretty great, and then cry your eyes out. <laughs> uh, also, I just have one other point. In Borderlands, you get to wear pants. Mm. <laughs> pants I actually think I know where the rebuttal to that is going to be. All right. You don't, you don't have to, but you have the option. Uh, it's pants, though. All right, we're going to give you a minute. Uh, Pandora from Avatar, three... Two, one. Uh, you have to wear pants, guys. So no, take you that. Don't. I, what? Whatever. Don't wear pants. <laughs> pants suck. Um, uh, Pandora was created by the same dude who brought us Terminator 2 and Aliens. So that's a big plus in my mind. Uh, there are not gun vending machines on our Pandora. I would like to say that. Uh, also, if, uh, if Pandora has capitalism and every car is free, they're very bad at capitalism. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> Thank you. 25 seconds. Yeah, um, in Avatar's Pandora, you don't have to wear pants, and that's great, guys. I'm sorry. This is just too restrictive and no fun. Um, And that's it. I just don't want to wear pants. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to move. Did both our arguments end on pants? Yeah, I think it did. (laughs) Is that the real argument? So on the battle of pants, you guys, uh, if you thought it was, uh, if, you, if you want to give this argument to, or sorry, the round to Pandora from uh, Borderlands, let's hear it. And if you want to give it to Pandora from Avatar. Woo! 
right, we're gonna go ahead and give that one to uh, Team Pandora from Avatar. I think it's like three two at yeah, this point. I think so. so this is possibly to tie. Guys, we're gonna jump into the championship round here, and this is gonna tell us who wins this game, which is, everything's oh. arbitrary. Uh, we are gonna be talking about Inspector Gadget versus Batman in a yeah. cage match. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 sorry. So Super there's nerdy. not, there won't be any rebuttals here. We're gonna give you guys two and a half minutes each, okay. oh, wow. and then we're gonna talk. Okay, and then but, we're gonna decide. but very, very important question. Yes. In a WWE cage match, oh, the Jesus. point of the cage match is the first person to climb out of the cage wins. Not necessarily to beat the crap out of each other. Now, is, is, this, this, a cage to, is this to beat the crap out of each other? There is a big metal cage over the ring. Great. So it's a hell in a cell. It's a hell in a cell, you guys. Thank you. Okay. bro. Oh, okay. It's a hell in a cell. You should be up here. I'm so wigged out right now. Okay. Uh, okay. Two and a half minutes. Who wants to take Batman? Who wants to take Inspector Gadget? All right. I mean, you're Robin, so I felt like. Hate the guy. All right. Um, do you guys just want to do stream of consciousness here? Okay, sure. All right. Yeah, so we're going to start, uh, since we're talking about Batman, uh, why don't you go ahead and start us off first. Team, uh, wait, hold on. Let's see. Team Modest, you guys have two and a half minutes. Three, two, and one. If you paid attention to Inspector Gadget continuity. <laughs> Uh, Inspector Gadget never actually solves any of these problems. It's always Penny and the dog. If Penny and the dog are outside the cage, Inspector Gadget doesn't stand a goddamn chance. <laughs> uh, Inspector Gadget wears a fedora and a trench coat. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Inspector Gadget has a helicopter hat. That's not going to help. Roller skate boots that are not going to help. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fingers with a million springs that aren't going to help. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, to further cement the character, Inspector Gadget is voiced by an incompetent spy. Yep. Martin Smart? No, really? Okay, well, fine. <laughs> that was a very old reference. Batman can buy his way out of the cage. <laughs> uh, Batman does like get help from uh, like Inspector Gordon and stuff like that, but when Inspector Gadget gets help from that commissioner, he accidentally blows him up every episode. So, that's violent. Uh, Batman. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Batman has batarangs. That's pretty neat. That's he can cool. throw stuff. Batman's got a million weapons. Inspector Gadget has a million wacky scenarios. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, uh, Inspector Gadget has been terrorized for his entire life by a man in an armchair. <laughs> and we've never seen 30 him. seconds. Uh, just going off more of that, I just want to point out that Inspector Gadget is basically a bag of holding where you don't know what's inside. He doesn't know what he's got inside. He idea, yeah. All he knows is that he's got gadgets. Batman handcrafted every one of those items that, on his belt or made Alfred do it. <laughs> yeah. So he knows exactly what he's got, when to use it, where to use it. And he's got, like, if you've played the Arkham games, he's got, like, C4 that he has to draw on a bat symbol before he blows up. All right. He's got bombs. It's right. fine. And I mean, remember, like this this match isn't about who's the more lovable one. It's who point. would win this match inside a cell that no one is allowed to leave. <laughs> Just okay. All right, excellent. Uh, Team Inspector Gadget, we ready to go? Yes. Two and a half minutes. Do this in three, two, and one. Uh, Batman relies on uh, striking fear into the hearts of his opponents, and Inspector Gadget is uh, too dumb to have fear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Hangman works best when he is able to hide in the shadows. Uh, the WWE ring is always very well lit. Uh, unless Bray Wyatt shows up, in which case, no. Uh, but then everyone holds up their phones. So, again. Um, and also, since this is a WWE cage match, I would go ahead and say that wacky scenarios are definitely going to beat weapons. That's, that's just a rule. Uh, we cheered for a plant named Mitch recently, guys. Uh, I'm a big WWE fan, uh, much to my own disappointment. Um, uh, Gadget does have Penny, and Penny and the dog will clearly be outside of the ring, if not underneath it, like a table, okay? Like, I think they're there, and I think they're reliable, and I think they'll come to his aid. Batman has a large number of dead children. Um, <laughs> who are alive again. And fictional, so, you know. You got a minute. Um... Yeah, I think Inspector Gadget would do so much better. He's just going to go-go gadget everything, and then it's going to be total chaos. Batman generally, I mean, all, all they did was trash talk Inspector Gadget, <laughs> and that's not fun, is it? <laughs> and yeah, of course, Penny and, and the dog are going to be around, making this so much more entertaining and so much more enjoyable for you as the fans to root for Inspector Gadget. And Batman's just mean most of the time, and probably scared of the light, which is probably not going to do well in the cage. <laughs> and then we can just like... 30 seconds keep Batman there and then all of the villains will come get him and we would obviously just get to leave and Batman's, you know, done forever. <laughs> that, that's fine. That's okay. Ten seconds. Anything else? Inspector Gadget. All right, you guys. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm not even doing that. Are we giving it up for Inspector Gadget? Yeah. <laughs> Are we giving it up for Batman? I think we're giving this one to Inspector Gadget. Guys, that's awkward groans. You guys, that is the end of our show. You guys have been amazing. Thank you. Give it up for yourselves. Yes. <laughs>